0: welcome to the sixth episode of the Michigan State Champs poolside podcast. I'm Sarah Davis here with my co host the swim coach at Bloomfield Hills High School David Joukowsky. This week, we're joined by a very special guest Darren Miller, the boys head coach at Royal Oak High School. Poolside is presented by Lawrence Technological University. To learn more about some exciting events that LTU has coming up visit LTU.edu and click on future students. There you will find information about upcoming events and tours, program information, and much more. Visiting a university has been a huge part of finding the right college for you, but due to COVID, it has been much harder this year than ever before. Don't worry, LTU is offering virtual tours. Find those under future students as well. Poolside is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. This podcast will be highlighting everything swim and diving related, focusing on the boys and girls seasons. So tune in every week for more. So Darren, you were inducted into the MHSCA Hall of Fame last year. You've been coaching for 30 years. How has the sport evolved over the years?
1: Well, first off, thank you very much for having me. Uh, I've been loving the podcasts. They've been awesome. Um, How has swimming changed? You know, back... When I first started coaching back in the 80s, I mean, it was very, you know, very high yardage, uh, basically just grinding the kids to the ground, you know, doing all that stuff. But so much has involved, um, you know, the scientific aspect of the sport, you know, being very specific about the training, um, things like that have made swimming so much better for, for the athletes. I mean, it's no longer where kids are walking around and it was almost like a badge of honor for some coaches having so many kids with shoulder problems because they did so much volume. Uh, now things are very specific, um, very differentiated within the training, you know, one size doesn't fit all. So people are being set up to practices with more purpose. Um, another thing is, with the technology, it's. I remember, like when you, as coaches scout, you know, you have to go out there and you're trying, especially within your division, or you're at states or for county, and you're trying to get information about other teams. I remember asking people to fax me results, you know, and go and try to get uh, ideas about other teams that you're swimming. Uh, but now it's so easier with that electronic um, component, where you know, with Meet Mobile or people posting their time. so. It's a lot easier that way.
0: Well, great. So you touched on a lot of the changes that have taken place over the years, but what are some positive transformations that you've seen take place within the last five years in the swimming and diving world?
1: I think I'll also do this uptick with Michael Phelps. And, you know, basically with the Summer Olympics, Ron, track was the number one thing. You know, and swimming was always the back burner. But even so, when you look at the games that were in Beijing, I mean, they switched around everything to make sure Michael Phelps was primetime TV here in North America. I mean, that helps those kids that are maybe did not start swimming at a young age, but maybe gave kids a try. So I think it really helped the upswing with the high school swimmer. The kid that maybe did not swim as an age grouper or summer club, but actually said like, hey, and talk to his friend, his or her friend and like, let's try swimming. So I think the exposure is good and great. We've always uh, fought that. I mean, boys swimming, and even you can make the argument in South Oakland County, the numbers are down a little bit because of population shift, but um, the exposure is great. But also I'm gonna say, Coaches, and it could be how it's so easy to get a hold of each other. I and maybe Dave could speak to this as well. I think the collective group as coaches, I think they are more willing to help, and especially the younger coaches. You know, we're just trying to get people into the game, and just how having people help each other and the professionalism I, I've seen that grow in strides.
2: Well, how, how awesome is that, Darren? You know, we see it every day on a pool deck where a coach is willing to take the time to, you know, talk, talk a young coach through a lineup or talk a young coach through, you know, some of the, some of the things they might need to plan for as the season goes on. And I, I think there's so much great education going on in that pool deck, you know, not in the water, the, the, the coaches standing side by side throughout a meet, you know, the time we have after the meet, we go out for you know dinner and a, you know, burger and, and hang out a little bit. And, and I think so much has picked up um, sharing workouts. I, I think that was a thing that you never would have seen that 15, 20 years Never. ago. Now yeah. we're hey everybody steals from everybody, but it, it makes us all better, right? We, we find the great things. So I, I absolutely, I think that's such a great point you brought up. And to
1: piggyback on that, when we had the MISCA clinic a couple of years ago, you put together the workout exchange and that was huge. That was a big selling point, And um, that was a big hit.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. It's it, it really important for the young guys and gals. Um, you know, it, it's, You're, you're, you're out there 30 plus years and I'm, I'm behind you by a few, but we're not seeing too many coaches that are making it the 20 to 30 years. And I think that educational piece, that camaraderie, that friendship is huge for them, showing them how vital they are to the sport and to the kids and even to our lives, you know,
1: exactly. Explaining there's going to be rough patches, you know, and like this, you know, you and I would, and any other coach has been doing this for a while. It's a rough patch here and there. And this is how you get through this.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and so in that discussion, you mentioned how exposure has really grown over the years, and now we've been dealing with all of these different COVID regulations. So do you think that due to the exposure that you talked about, that getting exposed in the terms of getting recruited has been easier or harder with the new regulations?
1: Well, obviously, the, and you brought this up in other podcasts prior to this. I mean, you feel bad for those kids you know, you think of the seniors last year that were in the boys season that were had that meat uh, removed. Um, you know, obviously the college visits didn't happen, you know, and that's a special time, you know, when you're being coveted, you know, and asked to make official visits and things like that. So obviously that, but the beauty of our sports, 25 yards in Bloomfield Hills is 25 yards in Royal Oak is 25 yards in Ann Arbor. I mean, the times hold up. You know, hopefully, you know, with the girls, I was very proud of what we did this year in Oakland County, giving them a chance to race and suit up for the Oakland County meet. Uh, And I'm hoping, you know, just like every other coach that loves the sport and loves kids, you know, that we could all get through these league meets and state meets, you know, that way kids could showcase their talents and hard work.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so what are the current plans for the boys season starting?
1: A lot of hoping. So um, you know, we're gonna we're all we're all very cautiously optimistic. Obviously, the MHSAA came out this week and talked about the plan. Um, yes, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, the girls have done a wonderful job showing the way in the girls' coaches. Um, a lot of people out there are doing a lot of great things for kids. So we're gonna go at it and we're gonna swim when they let us swim, that first day of practice is that Monday of things week and um you know we're going to do the best we can to make it you know not the best we can we will make it the best we can for kids to make it a safe environment so they could train race and chase their dreams
0: And so before we get into the next question, the MHSAA is promoting one of the most popular scholarship opportunities. The Michigan High School Athletic Association has teamed up with the Farm Bureau Insurance to present 32 $1,000 scholarships. They're looking to highlight the positive impact that athletics and activities outside of school have on the total education of high school students. Are you interested in applying? Visit the MHSAA website and click on the Student Athlete Award page. Applications are only available in a digital format and can be found on the Scholar Athlete Award page or directly at the mhsaa.com scholarship. Be sure to check this out. The application deadline is December 4th at 4 p.m.
1: Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA's Scholar-Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics.
0: So, David, I'm going to toss this one over to you and let you talk your swim talk. Get For sure. Uh, you the,
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the, this is a big thrill for me. Uh, D- Darren is not only a longtime friend. He's actually a neighbor. He lives just across the way from me. Um, but he's one of my first coaches. So it, it's been a pleasure to work with him throughout the years. And, um, you know, Darren, I I think the biggest thing, you, you wear so many hats in the swim community. Um Talk to us a little bit more about some of the things that uh, our athletes and our coaches have um, available to them. Some of the stuff that you represent, uh, not only on the board, but uh, with the MHSCA.
1: Oh, absolutely. And thank you, Dave. Um, That was very kind of you. Um, And by the way, uh, I I will say this, Dave, and we did not have our banquet this year or our clinic. Rather, we'll hopefully have that in the spring. But David uh, was voted on, and he is extremely deserving, and I'm, I can't be any prouder of him. He, he's our 2020 MISCA Man Award winner, and that is the highest award that we can give as a swimming association. So uh, Dave may say I have a lot of hats, but, you know, Dave is so special. He doesn't need the rest of the letters of the alphabet. He's just known as Z. And <laughs> everyone always <laughs> asks, did you talk to Z? So. Uh, what we can do here, so Miska, again, I am so proud of our association, Miska, because uh, we're honoring the student athletes. We we do so many things, and I'll talk briefly. Uh, Kyle Stump out of Jenison does an amazing job with our um, academic all-state for the team. Uh, he, you know, they do top ten for boys and girls in all three divisions. You know, and it's extremely competitive. I mean, it's you know the coaches that submit paperwork. <laughs> We're competitive about everything. I'm sure all of us, when we give blood, we're probably timing ourselves. So next time we do it, we go a little bit faster. Um, the other thing we do is um, academic. All State Individual. We uh, we incorporated that 12 years ago as an association, and um, to get that, it's a 3.65 GPA for our seniors. Um, we've. We've honored over 3,600 athletes, senior athletes in that 12-year period. Uh, Just another thing that we do for the student athlete. Um, So I'll talk about MHSCA, the Michigan High School Coaches Association. Uh, It's an umbrella association. It covers all of the sports in Michigan. Um, Actually, I'll talk about our coaches of the year. Actually, our coaches of the year banquet would have been November 8th. Uh, in Lansing at the Ramada Uh, obviously we can't do it this year we're having it virtually um, for swimming our boys coach of the year was Steve Boyer from West Ottawa and our girls coach of the year was Brad Jones of Fenton so actually this week I did their virtual um, coach of the year banquet and we will publish that on our social media for MHSCA which is mhsca.org put that plug in there uh, but we do that for all the sports um you talked about the hall of fame uh we have that it's a very classy um uh, event uh, is on the campus of Central Michigan University, and that's when our, where our Hall of Fame is located. Uh, this year, two swimmer, and that's in September, and that had to be virtual as well. We had two swimmer swim coaches that went into the Hall of Fame this year. We had Tim McGinnis of Brighton and Bob Oliver of Wilmington High School. So that was awesome uh, to do that for them and their families. Uh, we also have a coaching service award uh, for um, coaches when they're at the ten, basically the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years awards. you know and we talked about this earlier in the podcast, but yes, longevity is an issue. Coaching's hard and it's gotten harder. Um, there's a lot of stress and, it, and there's nothing that ever seems to go off the plate. And we all do this because we'd love it. Um, but sadly, we are losing quality people to coaching left uh, from coaching. So uh, to be a member of the Hall of Fame, you have to have uh, at least 20 years of coaching in, uh, and that's when it makes you eligible for the application. Another thing we do at the MHSCA for the students is the Rich Tompkins Multi-Sport Award. And this is for uh, promoting kids to do multiple sports around the state. And we there's a boy and girl winner in the, three, in the classes A, B, C, D. So that's something we're very proud of.
2: Excellent. A lot, a lot of great opportunities for our athletes and our coaches and Absolutely. A, lot, a lot of very humble coaches that sometimes don't want to jump out there and fill that out. But uh, if you know a coach or an athlete that's deserving, uh, you know, jump on our MISCA website or head over to MHSCA and uh, rec- you know, get those people recognized. I think that's Absolutely. Kind of um, You know, Darren, I, I think, you know, Day in and day, I mean, we're always learning from each other, but you have such a unique perspective on things being an elementary school teacher. Yeah. And we share a lot of great stories sometimes about things that are going on in the classroom between my high school kids and your elementary school kids. But <laughs> yes. How, how have you spun some of those great things onto the pool deck for your athletes?
1: Uh, it's funny. The, I, so I, I taught first grade for 17 years, and then the other 11 years, I've been a reading consultant for K-6. Um, I don't care if the kids are six or 16 kids are smart. They know who is for real. And then who is playing pretend really when it comes to adults. I mean, if, if kids know that you're fair, I mean, you, you have your expectations and how things need to go. And this can be in the classroom or in the water and kids know, they, they know that like if you treat the slowest kid and the fastest kid, the same, They're fine. They understand what's expected from you. And kids, they may not, and this is the same way in the classroom, kids like discipline and rules that makes them feel safe. And they know that if someone's slacking off or someone's not doing their job, there's going to be consequences and repercussions.
2: (coughs) Very good. Very good. Um, So obviously we're, we're getting ready for league meet right now. And you're getting ready to start your season up, but you're also, you're also a dad and your daughter's swimming in her senior year right now. So been yeah. it with her. Uh, yeah. You've coached a little bit uh, and helped out with the, with the team. Yep. Uh, how are how are things going? What what are you seeing as a parent as as your daughter's getting ready for her senior year, her final meet next week?
1: It is tough. We just had senior night the other night, and you know, there's two things I love a ton in this world, and that's my family and swimming. So um, when I'm realizing my daughter's career will end at league meet and. You know, that's tough. You know, I said to my wife after last night's meet, and I go, she's got one more swim because League Me will be a time finals. And, um, you know, that's, I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> you know, I, um, so I am a dad that loves to see her swim. And, um, you know, <laughs> and I'm type A, like so many of us. And, uh, you know, I record her times and highlight it when it's best and all that stuff. And I go and show her, <laughs> she's just like, dad, <laughs> so... Good, but yes, good. it is the best thing in the world. Um, the girls grew up on the pool deck. You know, and I brought them to the practices at Royal Oak when they were little. We even had a pack and play there. So, the, you know, I even let the girls sing in the microphone when the kids were practicing. Um, they'd be singing their Care Bear song
2: or whatever they were doing. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Um, what, what other things do you want to share with us? Some of the great things you guys are doing in Royal Oak, um, some of the meet your hosts and anything like that you want to share with us?
1: You know what I enjoy? Is I enjoy anyone that's trying something new at this crazy time. Um, I'll give full credit to our, our common friend, um, Harfoot, out of uh, North Farmington, and the streaming of the meats. You know, I was mad that I didn't think of that. And just giving people that can't be there, allowing them the opportunity to see their child swim. You know, because now as a parent, you know, I have a senior kid, I couldn't imagine if I, I'm just not allowed. You know, the outdoor sports were allowed two spectators, <clears throat> excuse me. I know that increased, but I know for many pools, no spectators, you know, and just the meat crew that's running. So I, I'm very proud of doing that. And that's one thing I hope that we continue on. Yeah, I mean, if grandma and grandma grandma and grandpa live in grand Rapids and their kids swimming in Royal Oak, that'd be great. If they could see them, that'd be, that just grows the sport. That is awesome. I hope that's something that continues.
2: I think that's a great point. I mean, some some of the positive things coming out is is the coverage we have now. I've got parents and, and family members texting me from all over the place. Somebody's traveling for business, or somebody's from out of state that can't be there. I think that's such an awesome. thing to great up Darren. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a unique year, uh, and and I I appreciate the the text string we've got going every day. I think it keeps some laughter Absolutely. among us. Um, I appreciate you jumping in here today, and uh, as always, it's it's been fun uh, i'm, I'm going to sing your praises here a little bit because then the whole world will hear it on the podcast but uh b- big heart uh, great mind a lot of fun on the pool deck you're you're an amazing educator and when i look back at, at my choice to to be a teacher and to be a coach um you, you're one of those people that inspired me to do what i do so uh thank you for bringing those positive things to your athletes uh and more more importantly thank you to you know for bringing that to my life and, and the rest of the coaches around you you're, you're an inspiration we appreciate all the hard work
1: Dave, I cannot say how proud I am of you. I've I've been your champion ever since, you know, you're an age grouper. You know, your successes at De La Salle and at Eastern and, you know, at Andover, one of those storied programs and how you cared for that program and how, I mean, you combined two great programs with Lasser and Andover. And that was a lot of hard work that people don't know about behind the scenes to make that go. Um, And that to mention your attention to detail I mean, you were like this when you were nine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thank thank you. I, pre, I appreciate the compliments, Darren.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Uh, I love this podcast. I think this is a perfect thing. I'm so happy you guys are doing this.
0: Yeah, and Very both good. of your passion just glows. You can hear it through the microphone. But so, Darren, how have you worked with your boys to stay connected, even with all of the physical de- disconnection? that has been put in our world due to COVID?
1: Well, I got to tell you, um, it's funny. I I, I think of my boys, you know, think of the high school kids. And I think of like my day job, they're just, they're just really big, small kids. I mean, you know, so that remind app has been amazing. And even Twitter, the team Twitter page, they see this and just the little things. I mean, I see some coaches doing this, you know, that go ahead and, um, And as a parent, you love to see your kid's name out there, too. Like, if you talk about, like, what I do, talk about the boys, like Man of the Meat or Man of the Week, little things like that. It doesn't take a lot to motivate boys, you know, um, just little things like that, throwing them a nugget once in a while, just recognizing hard work. And also, I am a huge, huge advocate of cuz I was never the fastest kid you know I was always that kid just was plugging along and working hard <clears throat> I I believe you got to love that kid that goes 47 in the 100 free just like you love the kid that goes 107 in the 100 free because that kid one day you know that one, you know you're 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 not just making swimmers you're building young men and women get from him the alumni meet You know, and I'm running it every other year, even graduating years versus odd graduating years. We had like 80 people show up last time we did it. We were supposed to do it this year. I don't think it's going to happen. But, you know, it was amazing. You know, doing that, the cheers, we all went out afterwards. Um, There's a lot of people with no business wearing Speedos, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just great, great, positive vibes. And it just speaks
2: volumes about your program, Darren. That's terrific. Kudos to you.
1: I'm very fortunate we like all of us have had a lot of great great kids and families It's
2: good very good
0: all right well the swim world definitely has two great people to inspire us all (laughs) as you can hear from this podcast but that's all the time that we have this week in the Michigan poolside swim podcast don't worry we'll be back next week with more information and swim updates so be sure to tune in Once again, I'm your host, Sarah Davis, here with David Jolkevsky and our special guest, Darren Miller. We'll see you next week.